This is Purple Radio On Demand. Hi, you're listening to Purple's Weekly Highlights. I'm Rachel, the station manager at Purple Radio, and alongside my deputy, Flory, I'll be picking out some of our favourite moments of broadcasting gold and on-demand content each week. The first clip of the week comes from a Purple Music Pod interview that the head of music, James, did with dance artist Karen Harding in anticipation of her debut album, Take Me Somewhere. My next question is a, it's a bit more of a difficult one, maybe. Um, is there a track on the album that kind of like means more to you, especially, or is it kind of a case that the album is so important as a whole that there's like not even one that you can, you can like I mean, put above? Yeah, they, they, I love them all. They're like little, little children, you know, <laughs> the cute little children that I've, that I've worked and hard to create. But um, I think like one of my favorite ones is probably Wild, Wild Water. Um, purely because, well. <laughs> oh, amazing. Thank you. Um, because it, it, it came from a time in my career when I was like feeling a little bit of that sort of doubt and whether people would want to listen and whether people were taking it seriously in the industry and everyone has these kinds of moments and whatever they're doing where you, where you're a bit doubtful of like what's happening like you know so we wrote this song about um just taking like risks and just going for it and just not being scared of what people might say because at the end of the day it doesn't matter like it's up to me so yeah i wanted this song to kind of not specifically about music but just to get people out of things where like they feel a little bit uncomfortable with like what could potentially happen and yeah i think that people uh, seem to be relating to it really well and um yeah and i love it especially the drum and bass vibe like you know i've done songs that are drum and bass features and i was really i was buzzing to be able to put one on the record i felt like it was like a little ode to that side Now we're shifting over to the work of the sports team, who did a fantastic job bringing back commentary to Purple this week. With many of the Bucks matches being away in Nottingham this week, the team were tasked with commentating a Lacrosse 2's Cup campaign initial match against Leeds 1's, and this is one of the most exciting moments of the game. There's a little bit of a scrap on the ball and Robertson scoops it up for Leeds, and now they come forward. And now Durham will start to be a bit worried. They're on the back foot. Robertson spins round, looks for her options. That's a lovely little flick there across the goal. Hinchcliffe works it out wide, leads in the area again. And now they just take the ball out and just look to take their time. And is that Robertson on the ball, just assessing her options. Not too much going on. And Durham regained the ball. But oh, Robertson scoops Robertson. it back up. That is fantastic oh, play by her. Into the box. Is she going to shoot? She just can't no. get the shot away. It's fantastic shielding by Durham. She can't even get a pass, but she gets through. She shoots and she scores. That's oh. fantastic by Robertson. What a shot. And she gets another goal to her name. And it is now 8-4 to Durham. But Leeds are starting to get into this match and Durham will start to be a bit worried. Let's switch it up. From fantastic goals to fascinating theories, we're heading over to one of our new podcasts, Chalkboard Ultra, to hear about a theory that has some interesting results in practice. But you want to talk about what's probable. Has this actually been done in practice? 
Yes, yes it has. In 2002, there was a study conducted by lecturers and students at Plymouth University, and what they did was they left a computer keyboard in the enclosure of a bunch of monkeys in a local zoo. <laughs> what happened there? Well, they actually managed to type something. Coherent? No, of course it wasn't. <laughs> of course it wasn't. Apparently, after four weeks, they typed out a bunch of S's and defecated all over the keyboard. I'm not surprised in the slightest. The next clip is from a different angle, who are questioning one of the most well-known stats about Durham as a uni, the 70% rule. Is it real or is it false? So I've... um. I hopped on some sort of website online. I can't remember which one. Uh-huh. And I, I put in the numbers required yep. to uh, get the specific bell curve okay. for, um, for this problem. Right. And it's, this is where we get into the proper maths, and it's hard, it's hard to picture. Okay. So if your bell curve is really narrow... Yeah. So it doesn't vary too much from the most common result. Uh-huh. It's sort of reasonable to assume that, that common result is going to be pretty true. It's pretty likely. Pretty likely. And if it's if your bell curve is really flat, doesn't have too high of a peak, but it spreads out loads. There's a lot of things that could happen. Exactly. Yeah. There's a there's a higher chance that you could go further away from the seventy percent mark, essentially. Exactly. Yes. So I um. Whack, whack that into Desmos or something. Oh, I can't remember what I used. Tool. Can't remember what I used. And I um, it turns out it kind of makes sense. Really? Yeah. Wow, I'm shocked. So, I am shocked. So, standard deviation. Yeah. I'll explain it briefly. Is how far you move away from this most common result. Yeah, yeah. E- either side. Yeah. Either side. So when you're looking at a number like fifty thousand or whatever. Uh huh. You know you can get a gauge for how far away you'd have to move for it to start become yeah yeah start to become sort of less reasonable yeah but then the standard deviation for this particular problem with this approximation was only about 100 rip no way yeah so when you're looking at 36,000 40,000 people but there's, it only moves 100 only either a, way it's it could make sense that is really interesting. I, I feel like I've probably oversimplified it to the point where it kind of stops being applicable. Being, but... But it kind of makes sense. And, okay, that's really it. So for all of you, you know, romantics out there, yeah, there's, there's hope. hope. <laughs> there there's is hope. hope. There is hope. The one's out there. Wednesday, the Breakfast Show presenters shared their own experiences of the housing crisis and living independently for the first time, with some very wise words for freshers in particular who were feeling a bit nervous. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm very fortunate as well, like moving into my flat, like all girls, we all got on so well so quickly. And I think if anything, weirdly, I was almost stressed to move into an all girls flat having been to a mixed school because I'd always been in mixed friendship groups and I'd like, you know, I'd... I was a bit worried. I was thinking, like, oh, gosh, like, what if, you know, it all gets, like, you know, like, a, a bit, like, intense between all the girls and stuff. But honestly, like, couldn't have been luckier. I mean, did you guys have a good, like, first, like, experience in your flat? Um, yeah, everyone for me was pretty normal. I've heard some horror stories of people who have moved into corridors and it just really doesn't work out. But luckily, we all got on really well. And it was really nice to meet, you know, loads of loads of people and we've all stayed friends to this day we're all living together in a house in third year 
which is really nice. Um, so it worked out well for me on my corridor. Uh, for me, it was a slightly different story. And this isn't unusual, and it's not meant to scare anybody out there, but it's very common with the Durham housing situation um, because you obviously you have to choose your housemates, especially in our year group. I know Phoebe's year below, but we are all the same age. Um, choosing your housing with people you've known for a month is really difficult, um, and it's okay to feel scared about it, and it's okay to get into your second year and feel like you might not have made the right choice. I don't think I made a great choice with my housemates. Um, some of them are lovely, but I think at the end of the day, we didn't all mesh as well as we could have done, and that's okay. It's just important that you feel comfortable. And yeah, for me, my first year housemates were great, but the way I moved into second year wasn't great. But it, it really doesn't matter as long as you're comfortable. And there's always third year or fourth year, however many years you've got. Just don't feel like that's your end point because you can always do something about it. There's always next year. I know it sounds terrifying, but housing is sooner around the corner than you think, I think, most of the time. Yeah, housing was a really stressful experience. But I think at the end of the day, you live with those people, but... You you're, you can just live there. It doesn't mm. necessarily have to be your friendship group. And it's almost quite nice. Everyone in Durham lives reasonably close to each other. So you can pop round to loads of different houses and, you know, it creates quite a nice little life for you, a little lifestyle, not just stuck inside your house. So it, it does work out whatever situation you find yourself in. For our final highlight of the week, we're heading over to Charlie's Tunes to get a little bit of a deep dive into the Fleetwood Mac album, Rumours. That was Go Your Own Way by Fleetwood Mac. It's got to be, Rumours has got to be one of the best albums of all time. I don't think that's too controversial to say. Uh, it was released in 1977, as I said before, and since then 40 million copies have been sold. And it's actually, I think, the ninth best-selling album of all time. And I can see why. It is a great musical album, such a good album. Uh, and the music itself is so great, but the lyrics also are uh, really good. Uh, coming from, of course, a time when when the band was sort of, the relationships were breaking up slightly and go your own way. Um, people going their own way and stuff. It's really cool. Uh, and if you haven't listened to the album as a whole, then definitely do. Rumours as a whole, as a, as a mu musical piece, is so good. I would highly recommend. And that's a wrap on the first week back of broadcasting and our highlights. Florrie and I feel so lucky to have so many amazing shows and broadcasters with us this year. And to make sure you hear everything about those shows and the highlights that are coming up, make sure to follow us on purple underscore radio on Instagram and to listen to us live on the Purple Radio website and to listen to us on Purple Radio On Demand. Thank you so much for listening and until next time, bye. Purple Radio Podcasts. Thanks for downloading this Purple Radio podcast. For more great content and to listen live, head to purpleradio.co.uk.